Yo, what's up, guys? You're now listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. Grab your Bibles. Open it up to the book of James. James chapter 5. James chapter 5, starting in verse 7. Be patient. We could all be a little more patient, right? Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. Just reach out your hands. We're just going to pray over the word tonight. God, I thank you for who you are, that you are a compassionate God, that you are a merciful God. God, I thank you that it's, it's only by your grace that we can stand. It's only by your grace that we're saved. God, I pray tonight that uh, we would just be encouraged by your word. God, I pray that you would speak to us where we're at and that in it we would find joy tonight, God. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, go ahead and yell out what series we're in. What? Well, I know it's behind me. Just getting you engaged. I'm warming you up, right? Because we're going to be responsive. Holy resolutions. So, brief recap God tells us to live holy. He says, be holy as I am holy. And so as Christians, we are resolving to live holy. We are resolving to live in holy obedience, obeying God at his word, obeying the things that he asks us to do, the things that he asks us to change, being willing to be different from those around us, right? That's the holy part. And in that, we need a holy resistance, Resistance against sin and resistance against the enemy. And with that resistance, we talked that it's going to take some fight, right? Resistance means we're fighting, we're battling. We suit up, we put on our armor, and we go into battle. But seasons of heavy or constant resistance and fighting leave us feeling tired, right? We get tired. We get worn down. And when I think of a soldier fighting, I just think of their body being tired, just being exhausted from constantly being awake, constantly being on the ready. They're physically worn out. But the battles that we as Christians are fighting are more often than not leaving us mentally and emotionally worn out rather than physically We may feel physically tired, but it's because we've been fighting the battle in our mind. And what we're feeling mentally starts to manifest itself in our bodies. Are you with me? Okay. 
But I think if we're honest, rather than feeling tired from fighting, a lot of times we're actually feeling tired from waiting. See, we start a new routine or we set a new goal. We set out to be obedient or we start that diet or we start whatever the new plan is and we're all pumped up about it, right? We're excited about starting the new thing for about a week. Maybe you're better than me, but I'm telling you, it lasts me about a week. And we start to ask ourselves questions like, man, why am I not super buff yet? I've been to the gym every morning this week and I look the same. Or you're telling me I don't have $10,000 in my savings account already? Man, wouldn't that be nice? I haven't lost that 30 pounds yet? Come on. I haven't read and memorized the whole Bible. Thanks, Beth. I haven't led 20 people to God yet, right? Are you, are you following what I'm putting down here? Like, where's the blessing, God? Where's the fruit? I made this resolve. Where is the provision? Where is the promise that you gave me? We get tired of waiting And this is when the discouragement starts to set in. And the more we let it set in and take root, the more worn out we get. It starts this vicious cycle, the discouragement, the tired, and then we're more discouraged because we're tired, and it just goes on and on. And if we aren't careful, that tiredness and discouragement is going to turn into exhaustion. That's when we burn out. That's when we give up, right? But what I've found with faith is that more often than not, there is a period of waiting. Because our faith is tested in that waiting. And the waiting is where we see what we're made of. And the waiting is where we build endurance. So the title of the message tonight is Holy Endurance. See, in our scripture, James referred to a farmer, right? You remember that? A farmer. He said how the farmer has to wait. Now, living in Iowa, we're pretty familiar with farmers and what they do, yeah? Okay, they plant crops. That's how they make their living. That's how we get food. Farmers have to wait because they plant seeds, right? They don't plant plants. They plant seeds. They don't plant the plant in the ground and then immediately pick the corn or immediately pick the apple. But you see, just like the farmer, we are planting seeds. Our resolutions, our goals, our obedience is our seeds being planted. We don't see and produce the fruit right away. It's not an immediate response. When we plan to do something, we have to plant that plan and then wait. But the way in which we wait is important because we will produce fruit. But the way that we wait will either produce fruit of endurance or fruit of discouragement. So fruit of discouragement, that might be something like bitterness, 
You start to feel bitter towards the situation. Maybe it's bitter towards a person. Or you're just irritable. Everything just gets on your nerves. You're snapping at everyone, right? Or the tiredness we already talked about. Maybe it's apathy. You just don't care about anything. You don't feel anything. Or envy. You want what other people have. Or maybe it's, it's anger that turns into rage, right? But you see, the fruit of endurance is things like character. It's hope, strength, wisdom, and humility. Now, we're not going to talk much about that fruit yet because you're going to talk about it in your small groups. But there's three things that I think that we can learn from the farmer. So if you're taking notes, three things. The first thing is that we wait with hopeful expectation. Wait with hopeful expectation. This is the, I don't see it yet, but I believe it. I don't see the fruit yet. I can't touch the fruit. I can't smell the fruit, but I believe that it's coming. I don't see the blessing yet, but God, you said it, and so I believe it's there. See, the best way is to stay hopefully expectant is through prayer and praise. We have to keep asking. If you're anything like me, sometimes you just ask once, and then when you don't see it, you're like, well, I already asked for it. I mean, he knows that I want it, so I don't need to repeat myself. No. God says to keep asking. It's just like little kids. We can learn something from the little kids. They don't stop at one time. Can I have the snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Beth, am I right? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Can I have a snack? Yes, you can have a snack. Right? It's the continuous, constant asking. It's showing that you care. Your persistence in asking is showing God that you actually care about that thing because you're willing to put yourself out there. You're willing to keep asking even though you don't see the answer yet. We keep praying into the fruit that we want to see, the fruit that we want to produce. Like, okay, God, I stopped spending time with those friends who aren't healthy for me, so replace them with friends who do love me. Replace them with friends who encourage me with truth. Replace them with friends who I can count on. Okay, God, I'm waking up at 6 every morning to spend time with you. So fill me with your truth. Fill me with your peace. Fill me with wisdom. Use that time to speak to me and to guide me in what the day has for me. Okay, God, I deleted all of these social media apps. Remind me that my mental health is more important than what I could possibly be missing out on. What's the fruit that you want to produce? What good do you want to see and experience? Pray into that. Pray into that fruit. Pray for that to happen until you see it happen. And then we have to keep praising. So what's praise? Thankfulness. It's a fancy word for being thankful. Praise him for the fruit that you're believing for. Before you see it, praise him for for the fact that it's going to come. 
Praise him for what he's already done in your life. If you're feeling discouraged, that's the best way to to lift your faith, to lift your hope, is to praise him for the things you've already seen him be faithful in, right? And just praise him for who he is. You can never go wrong with praising him for being a faithful and good God. Praise him and thank him. Secondly, while we're waiting, we have to keep working. We wait and keep working because waiting doesn't mean that we're kicking up our feet and watching Netflix until the fruit magically appears. While we're waiting, there's still work to be done. See, we have to water it. The goal, the resolution, the thing you're trying to change, we have to water that. What does that mean? Stay in the word. Read your Bible. Every day, get in the word. Even if it's just a verse, read the word. Go to church. On Wednesdays, on the weekend, go to church. Hear the word that God has for you. Is it being preached to a congregation? Yeah, but God's preaching it just to you. So go hear it. Pray. We already talked about that, right? Pray. And serve. Do something with your hands. Serve. Serve people. Serve God. Do something. But then we have to pull the weeds. Once we've planted that resolution, once we've planted that plan, we have to pull the weeds, the weeds that are lies, things that are trying to come in and choke out what you've planted. You need to pull it out. Maybe it's a distraction. Distraction could be a relationship, could be a friendship. It could even be an extracurricular activity. If that thing is getting in place of God, it needs to go. I'm going to say that again. If your extracurricular activity is getting in place of God, it needs to be cut out. Because God should be your priority. Maybe that weed is sin. Pull it out. Pluck it out. Pull them out and throw them away, right? Pull the weeds. Then we need to fight off animals. Fight off the animals, right? This is the, these are things that farmers are doing with their seeds. They're watering. They're pulling weeds. They're fighting off animals. Animals are going to be things like attacks of the enemy, right? We talked about that last week. We need to stay alert and be ready to fight. Put on your armor. I'm not going to go into it more because we talked about it last week, but put on your armor and fight. See, we work while we wait. Thirdly, we need to wait and trust. Trust requires a giving over of control. Are there certain things that we have some control over? Yeah, of course. The work we put, we put into it, we can control that. But there are things just like with a farmer that are out of our control. A heavy rainstorm, a hard freeze, a tornado, those are all things that can significantly damage plants, right? They're out of the control of the farmer. So maybe while you're waiting, someone you love dies. That's out of your control. 
parent, a grandparent, a friend, sibling, someone you love passes away. Or maybe while you're waiting, you're laid off from your job. Or your car breaks down. I hate that. Hundreds, thousands of dollars, right, putting into your car. Or while you're waiting, your parents decide to move you and your family. God, I don't understand why this happened, but I trust you. I don't understand how what you promised can still happen, but I trust you. When things are out of my control, I trust you. So we wait with hopeful expectation. We continue to work, and we trust God. Those three things will help you to produce fruit of endurance rather than fruit of discouragement. So as we break up into small groups tonight, the question I want you to ask yourself is, would my current faith be able to carry me through a season of waiting? Where my faith is currently at, would I be able to be carried through a season of waiting? If you're looking for somewhere in the Bible to read this week, I have a great story about endurance. Genesis chapters 37 through 47. It's 10 chapters, <laughs> so it is a lot, but it's a, it's a pretty quick read. It's the story of a guy named Joseph. If you want to learn more about endurance, read Genesis 37 through 47 this week. See how you can see the fruit of endurance in his life. See what things you can point out that show you that he had faith despite his circumstances. So before we continue on in worship tonight, I want to speak to those of us who maybe don't have a relationship with God or maybe have just been away from God for a long time. Sometimes we have seasons of that too where we go through a season of suffering like we talked about. We go through a hardship and quite honestly, some people turn their back for a while. I say, it's, it's too hard. I, God, I don't, I don't see where you're at. I don't believe that you are who you say you are. I don't believe that you're bigger than my circumstance. And sometimes we get stuck there for a while. I would encourage you tonight to turn back. I hope that the Holy Spirit has been stirring in you and you've been reminded of the faith that you maybe once had or the faith that you're starting tonight. If that's you for the first time, the Bible says that all we have to do in order to have relationship with God, in order to receive the forgiveness, in order to receive the salvation, in order to receive the good plans that he has for your life, says that we need to believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord. And what does that mean for Jesus to be Lord? It means that we lay down our, our hopes, our dreams. We lay down our life and we pick up his. We pick up his perfect life. We pick up the plans that God has for us 
and we pick up his expectations. So if you want that tonight, we're all going to say a prayer together. We'll repeat it one line at a time. If that's you, I want you to say this from the bottom of your heart and believe with confidence that you're receiving that salvation because that's what the word of God says. If you're feeling that, that stirring in your heart, maybe your heart's starting to pound, you're starting to feel a little warm and sweaty. Sounds gross, but that's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's nudging you. He's pushing you, saying, this is the time. This is the moment. This is the night. I planned for you to be here for this moment. So if everyone could close your eyes, I want you to repeat after me. Say, dear God, thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you for your forgiveness. I receive your hope. I receive your joy. I receive your peace. Come into my life and guide me. You are my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Keep your eyes closed for just a few seconds. If that was you and you said that for the first time tonight, giving your life to God, or maybe you're, you're coming back to him tonight. You're rededicating your life. I'm going to count to three. And when I hit three, I want you to shoot your hand up because I want to pray for you. Right from where I'm at, I want to pray for you. I want to be excited. And I want to know who you are. So no one else is looking around. It's just me. If that was you on the count of three, put your hand up. One, two, three. Awesome. Thank you. Go ahead and reach out your hands. We're going to pray over these three students tonight. God, we give you the praise. We give you the glory. God, we thank you that even though you are a completely holy God and, and we ha have come to be broken, sinful people, you've made a way for us to be righteous. You've made a way for us to be holy. So God, I pray over these three individuals that as they've made this decision, I pray that that would be sealed on their heart and sealed in their mind that they are righteous, that they are holy, that they are a son or a daughter of the living king, the living God who did do miracles, who does miracles and will continue to do miracles. And God, I pray over the rest of us, that our faith would rise tonight, that we would come to you and continue to ask for the things that we want to see. As we've put our, our stake in the ground, we've put our foot down, God, I pray that we would continue on and we would keep asking to see the fruit that we want to see. God, I pray that as we continue to put our trust in you, we would be reminded of how faithful you are and that we would praise you for your faithfulness that we would praise you for being a good God. Holy Spirit, would you just come and bring your peace, bring your fire, your joy, your hope, and let faith rise in us again tonight. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yeah, praise God for three souls saved tonight. Come on. Turning back to him, best decision that you'll ever make. So as we sing one last song, the worship team's going to come up, and we're going to have a time of prayer. And you can come up for prayer for anything, anything going on in your life. If you need prayer, you need to, to lean on some faith, you need to borrow some faith, then come. We'll have people to pray with you. 
But I want to especially encourage those of us who maybe have been in seasons of enduring, in seasons of waiting. If that's you, I want especially you to come to the front and get prayer. I want you to be encouraged. I want the people that we have here praying with you to be able to look you in the eyes and share a word of encouragement with you, to put our hand on your shoulder and lift up that burden to God for you. We're here to be the church. We're here to be the body. We're here to lean on one another. So lean on us tonight. Thanks for tuning in to the Wild Youth Podcast. If you like what you heard, follow us on our socials at the Wild YTH or come in person on Wednesdays from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Stay wild, fam.